0: You're listening to Linear Digressions. What are the baseball playoffs called? World Series. Okay, is that what's happening?
1: Yes, Ben. That's what's happening right now.
0: You can tell I'm probably not the best co host for this one, but so so <laughs> So what is this baseball thing? No, actually, um tell me tell me what what do you want to talk about this
1: week? Right, baseball. So this is not machine learning proper. This is statistics. But I was so tickled when I learned about this that we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway. It's timely. I, it, it is, it is. Um, we are
0: recording this, and recording this is literally taking you away from the game.
1: I know, and I might have to turn it on on my computer, but like silent or something. So if you hear <laughs> a yell like halfway through, it's because the Giants just scored. Yeah, so baseball. Uh, so what I want to talk about is the number of games that are played in the World Series. Uh, okay. this, that statistical distribution. So It's not, it's
0: not a number. It's uh, not a single number of games.
1: Right, right. So um, you tell me what you know about the World Series.
0: It's, oh, it's not a single game, is it? It's a it's a number of games. It's, right. How is many? it like four or seven, four, four to seven or best something? Best of seven, that's right. Best of seven. Oh, got it. So that's why if, say, so if there's a clean sweep and the Giants, for example, win four games, they don't have to play the extra ones because they've done. gotten the best of seven.
1: Right, right. So the the series can be truncated at four games, five games, six or seven. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, is how often does it go to four games? How often does it go to seven games? Five, six. And where in between. Right. So one of the things that's interesting about baseball is that baseball is characterized by having the good teams roughly the same uh, level of performance as the bad teams.
0: Wait, what (laughs) What do you mean by that? (laughs) What
1: I mean by that is that the good teams hardly ever get above like 60% winning percentages. Uh, Contrast this with something like college football, where you have teams that go undefeated each year, right? Or that win 90% of their games. In baseball, you can be the best team in baseball. You might have like 55%. uh, That's
0: a good point. So generally, the people who win the playoffs, who win the World Series, are not winning every single game. I've noticed this.
1: Exactly. And moreover, the team that wins the World Series and the team who they lose to who they beat, sorry, in the World Series, uh, we can make the approximation, which is pretty fair, that those two teams are roughly equally matched. Okay. So there usually isn't one that you expect to just completely blow out the other one.
0: So of the top two, they're probably about 50-50.
1: Exactly. That is interesting because then you can approximate that whoever wins a given game is just sort of a, a random coin flip sort of process.
0: Okay, so we could simplify this by just talking about coin flips, basically?
1: Is, mm-hmm. that, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so you just, if the heads, the Giants win, tails, the Royals win. And okay. we can go through the World Series that way. What
0: city is the Royals? Kansas City. Okay. Uh,
1: so now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you through a little series of quizzes. So Uh-oh. okay. <laughs> so what is the chance that the Giants win the first game?
0: It would be 50%, right? If, so we're going with the coin flip analogy, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay,
1: 50%. That's right. What is the chance that the Giants win the first plus the second game?
0: Both games. So in right. order to win both games, it's half times half. So that'd be a quarter chance, right?
1: 25%. Uh, what's the chance that they win the first three games?
0: So that would be to the third. So that's one-eighth. So that's, what, 12.5%? Mm-hmm.
1: And what's the chance, then, that the World Series only goes to four games, and the Giants win. It's
0: half of that again,
1: six point two five percent. Six percent, that's right. And then we can do the mm-hmm. same num- We can do the same calculation, but with the Royals winning. So there's six percent that the Giants clean sweep four games. Six point two five percent. So there's six point two five percent that the Giants clean sweep the first four games. Okay. Six point two five percent that the Royals clean sweep the first four games. Okay.
0: So that's about one tenth of the times that that series are played.
1: Uh, is that one statistically right? It should be about St- okay, twelve and a half percent of the time. It should be a four-game series. Okay. Okay. So we can do the same thing and calculate how likely it is that it goes to five games. That's a little bit more of a complicated computation because there's different ways that it can go to five games. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the Royals could win three games, and then the Giants win one game, and then the Royals win one more. Okay. Or the Giants could win the first game, and then the Royals win the next four. Or so
0: basically, the Giants could win one of the five games that are played. That's right. So it could be the first game, or the second game, or the third, or fourth, or fifth. Well, not if the they fifth. Get to the they fifth. <laughs> <first>. but <laughs> yeah. But so there. So it's it's four times more likely, is what you're saying, right?
1: Yeah, I think that is right. So I'm looking at the computation here where we actually worked out this this number. It's about 25% chance that it goes to five games. Okay,
0: so better so, to better to do this on paper than in one's head. Yes. So all right, so now I'm looking at that chart too.
1: Yeah. So this is actually what we're doing here is, this is a very simple formula that's well known in statistics. It's called the binomial distribution. And it's what you use when you model things like coin flips. Then extending this analogy to six games and seven games. So we have 31.25% of six games, 31.25% chance of seven games. Okay.
0: So basically what you're saying is that there's about a third chance that it'll go to six games and about a third chance it's going to go to seven games. And there's about a quarter chance it'll go to five games. Four games is pretty unlikely.
1: It shouldn't happen that often. That's
0: right. Okay. Like one in 10 approximately, or one in nine. One in
1: eight specifically. One in eight. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> of course, one <laughs> in eight.
1: So yeah, so this is what the binomial distribution predicts. Again, if we're making the assumption, like you said, well, we're making two very important assumptions here. So the first one we've already talked about is that the teams are equally matched the second one that we're making is that each game is independent of all the other games.
0: Are you saying that it isn't?
1: Well, are you so saying that, uh, this, a- is, this is why this is so interesting, right? is because what we can do now is we can test that assumption, are the games of the World Series independent, by comparing this distribution to the actual distribution of the number of games in the World Series over the past 70 years or so, and we see if they oh, match up. We've got
0: a lot of data for that. We're testing the assumption that teams can go on winning streaks. Within the World Series. Yeah,
1: or that for some reason uh, that the games aren't independent. So another thing that might be a factor is home field advantage, for example, or if oh, somebody okay. gets injured. Uh, so those are things that can causally connect several different games together.
0: Got it. So it's not just a winning streak. It could be some other factor like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So what do you think the outcome is? What do you think the real, in the data, what do you think the distribution looks like? Oh, this is
0: tough. So I've listened to a couple podcasts that have talked about baseball streaks Mm -hmm. and how baseball streaks don't really exist Mm -hmm. um, in terms of individual players. But I haven't, I, I have not actually looked at any data with regard to teams. The home field advantage example makes a lot of sense to me. I'm not persuaded that a team can go on a winning streak just because. I would guess that there's a slight correlation in the data.
1: So what we see, we look at the data. This is looking at 50 years' worth of World Series data, 1952-2002. The number of times it goes to four games was predicted to be 12.5%. It goes to four games 16% of the time.
0: Ooh, a bit more.
1: A bit more. The percentage of times that it goes to five games we predicted was 25% of the uh-huh. time. Actually, when we look at the data, we see that it's more like 16%.
0: That's a lot less. We're fluctuating likely. low
1: on the five games. Okay. What do you think is going on with 6 games if you had to guess?
0: See, I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing that it's not quite right. But I don't know which way to go. <laughs> You're
1: guessing <laughs> correctly. So uh the same thing that happens at 5 also happens at 6. We It's less likely. We predicted yeah that it would be about 31.25%, what it actually is is 20%.
0: Okay. And that would seven mean games, seven games is a lot more, huh? That's
1: right. Seven games is really interesting. Uh, we predicted 31.25%. We get 48% of the games between 1952 and 2002.
0: So basically, when you're comparing reality to the binomial distribution, we're saying that it's much, much, much more likely than we've predicted that it would go to either four games or seven games.
1: Especially seven stands out here. And four is a, a little bit more on the edge. Um, but yeah, it's, it says that it's more likely to go to four or to seven than we would have predicted naively. So here's my hypothesis. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? So the first thing I should say is that the streak between 1952 and 2002 was very notable for how many seven-game World Series were played. If you update this data and take it up to 2011 or so, um, there were many fewer seven-game World Series that happened. Um, So now these numbers are a little bit more closely matched with what we would have thought from the binomial distribution. But they're still in excess at four games and at seven games. So let's let's speculate irresponsibly as to why. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, this this is irresponsible speculation. So what? But it's baseball, right?
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, everybody loves a seven game game seven of the World Series, right?
0: So, are you saying that people that that somehow the games are being influenced by the fact that the fans are?
1: This is this too, is my my irresponsible speculation. Or yeah, emotionally I mean,
0: affected by a long. You know, that last game.
1: I think yeah, that you have that team and they're they're really fighting in the sixth to like push it into the seventh because you know, there's the one team that if they win, it's gonna be over at six six games, and then the other team's like, No, we need to keep it alive, we're gonna go to game seven, we're gonna we're gonna come back so this from is behind like and syndrome. we're gonna win, yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Four games is streak syndrome, right? Gotta be the opposite. Ball. Yeah, so these are the two very exciting outcomes that you can have in the World Series, right? You have a clean sweep, you have Game 7, and those are both uh, disproportionately highly weighted to make our our lives all more interesting when we watch the World Series.
0: So ridiculous speculation aside, irresponsible speculation aside, do we know why? Like, has there been a lot of analysis on this?
1: Analysis is not a word I would use. Speculation is a word I would use. Uh, So you're saying
0: other people have irresponsibly speculated.
1: Oh yeah, so I mean, baseball is one of those things that statisticians just love. So there's a lot of people out there who both understand this and also know a lot more than I do about baseball strategy, and might say something like, "Okay, if you're in Game Five, this is you're gonna play your like second best pitcher because you're going for Game Seven or mm, or whatever." This is
0: complicated.
1: It starts to Much become more complicated. yeah. I think it's like I said, it's probably. I would be a little bit skeptical that any one of those is really hitting it on the nose. I, I think this might be just a mystery for the ages. But, you know, like I said, it makes our lives more interesting, so I'm not going to complain.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I am not rooting for a particular team, so... Let's
1: see, let's see how the game is going right now, actually. We'll do a quick check-in shine. All right. Baseball.
0: Now, of course, by the time we launch Five this... Five to
1: nothing, top of the fifth. I know, this is going to be outdated. such old news, but... Today, maybe maybe we'll make it this year. We're 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 crossing our fingers. Mm. Five to nothing. Looking good so far.
0: I'm actually from Kansas City.
1: Are you really? No, I'm a, I'm not. I'm oh, just messing with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we'll see you next time for another awesome episode of Linear Digressions. Bye, everyone. Linear Digressions is a podcast about data science and machine learning, produced and recorded in the studios of Udacity, a company dedicated to education we've got some awesome courses made by people like Katie and me in data science and other tech fields. We should also remind you that all views expressed during this program were those of the speakers and not of Udacity.
1: This is a creative commons endeavor, which means you can share it any way you like. Just tell them we said hi. To find out more about this or any other episode of Linear Digressions, go to LinearDigressions.com. And if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes so other people get to listen to this content too. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time.